1: This shit's stupid now. Yeah, that should send it through my text message. It's not the anchor app no more. Like it used to just show up on my anchor app like a phone
0: call. Yeah. That shit
1: just go through my text messages. And every time I click on the shit's it'd be like closed or yeah, they updated
0: they updated that shit. Um they updated it. And now like, because it used to do it. You used to be able to just click the name of whoever you wanted to to uh record with that was on your list and now they don't do it that way which is stupid because yeah, what if I don't have retarded. the person number exactly and now that's shit retarded. yeah that's stupid <sighs> alright so we're going to take out the Landon Collins okay uh, we're going gonna, to the
1: Redskins.
0: Yeah, yeah and we're going to add we're going to add Russ Bad. And the fuck
1: Russ Oh, you ain't see it? No, no, no. I see it. I can just look it up real quick.
0: Alright, so what happened was they played in Utah last night and like a camera caught Russ talking to a fan. He was like, you know, I swear to God, like, I'm not playing. Like, I'll fuck you and your wife up. And so after the game, they interviewed the fan. And, of course, he, he's like, oh, I didn't say anything to him. You know, I just told him that he better put that ice on his knee. And he was like, this ain't ice, this heat. And I was like, yeah, well, you better do that because you're going to need it. And he, he, he basically act like he didn't say anything. Well, when they asked Russ about it, Russ said the dude told him, him the dude and his wife told him, Uh, you better get down on your knees like you used to do. So that's what caused Mm. Russ to tell the dude, I fuck you and your wife up. So that, so we're going to add we're going to add that in there.
1: All right. That's too easy. Hold on.
0: All right, so I think we were ready to roll. I'm arguing with my fuckers in this in this sports group. <laughs> These motherfuckers are stupid. Okay. All right. So, we're going to start off with Nick Foles. Now nah, we're going to start off with this Russ. We're going to uh, start off with the Russ. Yeah. And then we'll go to Nick Foles. And then we'll go to Magic Johnson. And then we'll go to the uh, Raiders going after Le'Veon. And then we'll finish it up with uh, which off-season move has been the best so far. Bad. Bad. All right. So, We'll start it right now at 3.30. So, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Grand Hefe, as always, joined us always by my co-host, OG Raw. What's going on with you, bro?
1: Oh, man, good morning. I know I've been missing an action. This time difference is killing me, man,
0: killing me. <laughs> but I'm back, so uh, let's get into
1: it, bro. Let's get hey, into
0: it. Hey, we got a good show for y'all. Smash that like button for us if you're listening to us on YouTube. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating. Uh, Google Play, Spotify, leave us a rating as well. Uh, we got a good show for you guys today. The band is back together, so without further ado, man, let's just go ahead and uh, and uh, kick this show off. Russ, the Utah Jazz and the um, Oklahoma City Thunder played yesterday, um, and it, it wasn't so much what happened in the game that's been that's been getting and this is what happened, you know, while while Russ was on the and. You can see a camera uh pointing to Russ and Russ is telling the the fan, you know, I F you and your wife up. I'm not playing on my kids. Like, I swear to God, it seemed like Russ is pretty serious. Uh they interviewed a fan after the game, and the fan was like, Well, all I said was you better put your you better put the ice on your knee, you know, and Russ said, he said Russ said this ain't ice, this heat. And and the fan said, Well, you need to put that on there or something like that basically the fan was was um dismissing any any blame that he did anything wrong obviously they're going to interview russ russ side of the story russ said the fan and his wife told him you uh you better get down on your knees like you used to do so now that we got both sides we'll never get the the fact facts now but now that we got both sides do you think Russ was was wrong for what he said or how he reacted?
1: um Russ always does this, man. It comes a time where you just gotta grow thick skin and just ignore the fans. I mean, all he said was you better get down on your knees like you used to. You know, you know uh the fan that he told he told the uh the PG rated uh you know, the side of the story. And it comes a time where you just gotta grow thick skin and not get involved with the fans. You got too much money, too much talent. That that guy to sit course out is not on your level for you to be talking to, you know, and starting an altercation with, you know, just because he said something. Fans are gonna say something all the time. All the time, man. And it gets to the point where you just gotta ignore it. And it's no point of like losing your career over a fan or uh even just jeopardizing what you have just because
0: the fan said something to you. It comes to a point where he just gotta grow thick skin, brother. Um I'm not so sure about this. You know, for me, for me, I wouldn't say Russ did the right thing. But what I am going to say is I think that we, I think that we don't give these these athletes enough credit. And what I mean by that is it it takes a strong person to sit there night after night. Imagine being Russell Westbrook, you know, it's easy, you know, from my position to say, well, he has to be smarter than that because it ain't worth his career. But but put yourself in his shoes. Imagine being Russell Westbrook every single night. Every single night. Imagine the stuff that gets said to you and you have to turn your cheek every single day. You have to you have to be the the, the good guy because why? Because you're the one making millions? I don't I don't understand that logic at all. As somebody ride past my my my, my building here. Um I don't understand like I get it and when and we have to understand the times that we're in right now we we cannot uh, take that lightly and we have to put everything into context so this was a white male telling a black a black male get down on your knees like you used to do now I'm I'm not necessarily saying that is that is racial but we definitely can't rule that out. That, that that that's not what he was thinking, especially since he got on TV and said something totally different. Now we've seen Russ before act 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 in certain ways, but do you think Russ would have really reacted that way just by a guy saying, "Oh, you 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 want to put that heat on your knees"?
1: I mean. Russell Westbrook, he's sporadic sometimes. No, not, no, not, no, no, I'm no. Gonna, you had to
0: see no, but, his, but his gonna, reaction didn't lend towards yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I know. I get it. But I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rule anything out. You know what I'm saying? Just like you, I'm not gonna rule anything out. But he's sporadic sometimes. Sometimes he goes a little overboard sometimes. I'm just like, Russ for real, calm down, dude. it, it ain't that serious. Russ is like that one friend you take to the bar with you. you he get a, a few drinks in him, and then next thing you know, somebody look at him wrong. He want to fight him. Yeah, I, I have uh, one of them friends, and I'm just like, "Yo, calm down, bro. It's not that serious. He just looked at you. You know what I'm saying? That's what. Yeah, that's I the have, way I have one of their friends. <laughs> exactly. It, that's the way I feel about Russ, man. Sometimes, like I said, you got to grow thick skin. People gonna say stuff to you. People, people. Uh, it's just the way it is. That that's the nature of the sport that he's in, and. Uh, I hate that it has to be that way, but it's been going on way before Russ came into the league. And him fighting a fan or him running our testing a fan, uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's a little trail a fan or something. It's not going to do anything for his career. So, man, just let it go, Russ. Who cares what that man has to say? You and I, Darryl, your team won
0: last night. Let it go. Yeah, no, I listen, I totally get it from, from, from that standpoint. I just look at it as if, listen, man, you can only take so much. It's not like these these guys are are, super, are, are superhuman. They're regular people. They are regular people. And just because I make a lot of money, that don't excuse me from reacting to, to when I feel disrespected. I, I I that that's where I think uh me and you kind of disagree at on. Like I I agree on the fact that listen, sometimes you have to be the bigger man. You have to, you know, this is gonna happen. This is the nature of the job. But Billy, why does that have to be normal?
1: Billy, look,
0: look, I'm a lion. I'm a lion. I ain't
1: gonna, I ain't gonna concern myself with the opinion of the sheep. That's just something I'm not gonna do. Uh, if I see someone that's acting stupid or ignorant, I'm not gonna stoop to that level. I'm at this point in my life where I'm not stooping to no one's level if they're not on my level. If, if, if we can't communicate on the same level, I'm not gonna stoop to your level. If I see that you're an ignorant person and that you might cost me, you know, cost me my my career, my life, or jeopardize what I have. Because we all know Russell Westbrook probably will just beat that man and his wife like it's nothing. We, we already know he probably could do that. But I'm not going to jeopardize my career, my family, my my life, just stoop to your level because you're ignorant. I'm not going to do that. And Russ got to learn that. Don't don't stoop to that level. You're a lion. Don't concern your
0: yourself with that peeing the sheep. Just don't do it. I get it. I get it. I, I mean, I, I I do. I understand that. But they are human. It, it, it's not as if they they just immune to that, you know. And 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 I'm not excusing Russ because we've seen guys that that don't respond to that, you know, to to the to to the fans in in, in this manner. But everybody that you get is not gonna is not gonna respond themselves in in in, in the appropriate way every single time. And can,
1: you know? I, can I say this though? Uh-huh. Russell Westbrook seems to be the only one responding to these fans. So He seems to be the only one because well, like that's his fans, character, yeah, that's, his, that's character. his character. And it's like the fans know they're going to get a reaction out of Russ, and he gives them that satisfaction. So they're going to keep doing it, and uh, we're going to keep getting these reactions, man. No,
0: nah, I don't, I don't know about that. I, I, I think. I think Russ get often misunderstood a, a lot of times. And I think this is another one of those situations because what you're basically saying is basically just let people do anything that they want and and you don't do anything. They're words.
1: Like, Their because words. it's not, it's well, not all like he said was
0: words back. That's all he said yeah, was words but, back. I mean, it, it, it's, it's not as if he 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 did a run our test and run in the crowd, which I think run our test had every, every right to do that. When somebody threw a beer on you, but um, it's just words. He but he didn't run in the stands and, and 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 do anything. But so,
1: but with with Russ, it's not just words. With Russ, though, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but it was though I, because Russ, he said what he said and he sat down exactly. But the spotlight is on Russ, right? The spotlight is on Russ. The endorsements, the endorsements that Russ have, they're looking at this. Everyone's looking at this, and. Like I said, he's concerned himself with the opinion of sheep. Don't be ignorant, Russ. Just let it. Hey, okay, I got. Billions of dollars. You can say what you want. Get on my knees. I, I, I'm not listening to that. Like, whatever, man. Like, come on, man. Yeah, everybody's looking at you. You're on a brighter stage, bigger spotlight. This comes with the sport. You know what the sport comes with. And for you to just let fans get under your skin like that—that's—that's that. That's, that's, that that to me shows like he has some real problems. I think Russ has to go to like some behavior health or something. Cause he got some real problems, bro.
0: I like his attitude because that's me. I see a lot of me and Russ. And I guess that's why I don't see I, I don't I honestly don't see what the big deal is about this. And the NBA needs to do something about this. Because what you're telling your athletes is just just turn the other cheek because you making millions of dollars and that philosophy just doesn't make any sense to me. It, 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 it honestly doesn't. It, it, it that, that philosophy <laughs> makes no more sense. You know, where, where, where you have fans sitting so close that they can actually touch players. And when they, when, when a player reacts, Oh, you're the one making millions of dollars. So you shouldn't do anything back. Touching is where, different where, than talking. Where does though. that make any sense? To? Touching is different than talking though. But it's not, though, because it it, especially if I'm only talking back to you, if I'm only talking back to you, I've never seen anybody go to jail for, for arguing back and forth with each other. I, it I, just doesn't make any sense. Shoot. Unless we're talking about domestic. Uh, domestic, disputes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but talking never never harmed anybody. So so why is this such a big deal? It's a big deal because they, we put, I, I mean, I put Russell
1: Westbrook in a in a category. That's I get above, it. I do too. He, above he, most. You but he's still mean? human.
0: But I mean, he's still human.
1: Cause you won't catch a LeBron James arguing with a fan about something like that. Yeah, I mean, cause he's not on this level. You know what I'm saying? You're
0: not on my level. So I'm not finna stoop to your level. Yeah, but Le, but what LeBron to do is go on Instagram and he'll and and, and he a subtweet. Russ just handle it right there. Yeah. Uh, you can't do You that. know, it different. <laughs> one person deal with it straight on, the other one doesn't. I mean, I get it. You know, you 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 have to be like LeBron and don't respond to it. You know, you have to be like James Harden and and don't respond to it. But everybody is not those guys, and everybody can't 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 handle that. I, I just don't see the big deal of it. But we're gonna move on. Uh, we. We got some NFL free agency news. Nick Foles signed a four-year 88 million dollar deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh 50 million of that guaranteed. Uh do you do you like this move by Jacksonville? I do.
1: Uh Jacksonville needed a quarterback bad. They needed an experienced quarterback. Jacksonville is at the point where they were uh in playoff contention the year before last. And well, they were in the playoffs and uh they they weren't just in contention. Uh and then they lost because of bad quarterback play. And then the, the next, uh, last year, they they just looked terrible. I mean, the offense wasn't leading to great defense last year, just because of the bad quarterback play from Blake Bortles. And getting Nick Foles in there gives, I think, that team a new confidence. It gives them uh, a kind of like a new, almost like a new, um, a new identity. I think uh, you got a, a Super Bowl champion back there, a guy who has showed he can lead a team in the biggest moments. And having that on your team creates some confidence. And Jaguars, the Jaguars, they really need that confidence back. I want to see that defense with Jalen Ramsey, uh, you know, playing lights out like they were again. And uh, I think they can they can do some real things with this guy, Nick Foles. Nick Foles is a is a promised player. I think he has a lot of promise. And uh, they did the right thing by getting Nick's, Nick Foles this year.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with with, with with everything you said there. I think this is what this team needed. They were a quarterback away from going to the Super Bowl two years ago. They was a quarterback away from beating the New England Patriots and going to a Super Bowl. You know, uh, they, they they had a lead in that AFC championship game. They had a lead, and they lost it because they were trying to be safe because they had Blake Bortles. They were trying to lean on that defense and – Every now and then, they're going to break. Anytime somebody's dependent upon all all the time, you're going to fail. And I think this move right here, as you said, getting a Super Bowl winning quarterback, a quarterback that wasn't just there alone for the ride. He was the ride. You know, uh, played great Uh, last season. Again, I'm sure you know all too well about what Nick Foles did. But this 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 is what this is what the Jacksonville Jaguars needed. Maybe that defense has started to play with a little bit more swag this year. Last year they knew Blake Borders and Cody Kessler was not was not great. The defense kind of gave up. They wasn't even half of what they was the year before, and they were still playing pretty decent, honestly, good enough to win games. Just just didn't have the quarterback play. So I I I, I really believe that this Nick Foles move is, is really gonna help. And now Nick Foles don't have to look over his shoulder. He know Blake Borders is not coming. He know Cody Kessler is, is, is not coming. Now, now they can solely focus on what they want in this upcoming draft. Now that they don't have to worry about a quarterback situation and probably go get Nick Foles a big name wide out uh, coming out of the draft. Maybe DJ Metcalf. He's the guy with the most hype. Uh, he seems to fit what Jacksonville would probably want to do on offense. So, uh, over and all, I like this Nick Foles uh, – pick up by, by Jacksonville Jaguars oh yeah uh, Um, Magic Johnson man is you know he's been taking a lot of heat lately in the news there's a report that the coaching staff wanted him to keep Julius Randle and and Brooke Lopez obviously he let both of those guys go Um, there, there, there's also reports obviously when he came out and said if I don't land you know big name free agents in two years I'll fire myself so I just want to, to uh, ask you this, the says Magic's job as team president, how has he done as Mad as president of basketball operations for the Los Angeles Lakers?
1: All he has done was get LeBron. Right. And I don't think that was all his doing. Uh, I think LeBron was going to LA regardless. So I won't even give him that. Um, if we look at it, Magic Johnson has not done anything really since he has taken over this Lakers organization other than, uh, Give me Brandon Ingram with the uh, blood clot in his arm. I hope he gets better. Uh, uh, give me Lonzo Ball, who is not a great player at all. And now we just have an aged LeBron who needs help, more help than he's ever needed in his career. And if Magic does not get us a, a free agent, a great free agent, I say, coming up and in, these next, in these and next two years he should fire himself because the Lakers won't get any better if we don't get uh, players to compliment LeBron. And LeBron is getting old, and LeBron already knows what he wants. LeBron's already got it in his head. Hey, I've already accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. So uh,
0: whether the Lakers win or lose... I think LeBron is settling because he knows that he's not going to win another. I don't think he's satisfied with with what he he has i think he he he's now coming to the realization that that i'm probably going to be stuck with three rings so i'm good because i want three rings but deep down lebron is not satisfied that he only won three rings
1: yeah yeah he probably he, I, yeah i can i can i can agree with that uh, and
0: uh i know i said he he's he's you know satisfied but well that's because what because because he he came out and said that he that he don't have anything else to prove. LeBron don't believe that himself, but he has to say that in the media.
1: I mean, I if I'm LeBron,
0: I don't have anything else to prove either. Because he's an arrogant player, so he has to say that in the media.
1: Yeah, but Magic Johnson himself, man, I, I mean, he was a great player. Most great players don't translate into great GMs, great, nope. great coaches. It, it just doesn't happen that way. And as much as you like to say, Magic Johnson has that big name for... You know the big name, the big eye, uh and stuff like that. But let's let's be honest though, man. Uh, like a a name is not gonna land you players really. It's not gonna land you players. Uh, the things that land you players is uh being a great organization. Uh, being uh you know having a player that players want to play with and think they can win with. No one wants to play with LeBron right now. I'm not sure why. I think it's just because LeBron holds his his teammates in such high – high. In the drama. Yeah. It's high, the drama, bro. It's regards, the drama. High accountability. And then the drama that surrounds LeBron. If, if we'll look at sports and LeBron don't even have to play. But there'll be a sports the story about LeBron on that thing.
0: Yeah, this so, man didn't play for 18 games and found a way to talk about him every day.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that that's the real problem over there. So, Magic Johnson, you got your hands full, buddy. I, I wish you luck. Um, and I think if you don't land these free agents, uh, within the next few years, you can go ahead and cancel Christmas, uh, for these
0: Lakers. So, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a start backwards here. The LeBron drama is, is real, you know, uh, like I just mentioned 18 games, this guy and, and every network found a way to have two to three topics every day about him. You know, uh, also you, it, you know, it is the LeBron mystique of of of, 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 of what he demands. I, I do agree with that. Most people, and nowadays, most people are trying to rival LeBron. They don't want to, the people that's free agents this year, all these guys are trying to rival LeBron. So outside of what Kyrie and maybe Kimball and Bradley Bill, the rest of these guys think that they're better than LeBron. So why would I want to go team up with him? And, and, and help him get rings, I'm trying to separate myself from him, which is the reason why I think KD is not coming to, um, to, to L.A. Uh, on, on the Magic Johnson thing, he's done a horrible job. And I don't know if it's all his fault. You know, he had a chance to get Paul George. He was like, oh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to do it. I think that was wrong on his part. He let uh, Paul George get to Oklahoma City. Once that happened, he seen how dope Russ was. And he's like, well, now I don't want to leave Russ. That's my boy. You know what I'm saying? This man brought Nas out, you know, to bring me back. That's my dog. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard didn't necessarily have a choice in where he went. He got traded to Toronto. But now reports that he won his own team in in the Clippers. Is that really an indictment on LeBron that a guy wants his own team? No, but we make it a, a, a LeBron problem. It's not necessarily a magic problem. He didn't have a choice in that. Then you go to Anthony Davis. Again, Anthony Davis, it's not like Magic could have made the Pelicans do a deal with him. He gave them everything and they still said no. So is that really on magic? I don't, I, I don't know if I could put that all on magic. Now it's up to this offseason. Would it be on magic if he don't get a free agent? I don't think so. KD don't want to play with LeBron. That's not Magic's fault. You know, he won his own team. Kyrie could come to LA but I think Kyrie wants to go to New York with KD. Is that on Magic? I, I I'm not sure. I I don't know if I'm ready to put that on there. Klay Thompson. I mean he, he he he's a Splash brother. Why would he want to go to LA and, and and leave the conference of Golden State where he's where he's loved? I don't I I I just don't see that. You know? So I don't if Magic don't get a free agent, I don't know if I say he he done a bad job. I would just say he was in a, in, a, in a situation that he really wasn't put in to win. Let's just be honest. LeBron is 30-something years old. He's aging. Who really wants to play with him at this stage of his career where now you can see he's not playing any defense. He, he just doesn't care. Like, so I don't know if that's magic. I, I, I just don't. I don't know if I can put it on magic. I think it's more of a LeBron problem yeah. than a Magic problem.
1: Yeah, but yeah, Magic's the face, and Magic is the man they counted on yeah. to
0: bring to bring in the talent. And, and he
1: said, was doing
0: the big talking.
1: Yeah, and he was doing the big talking. You know, he kind of counted his uh his eggs before they hatch. You know what yep. I'm saying? And that's one thing I've always learned growing up: you never count your eggs before they hatch. You got to let them hatch first, then you count them. <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah. So yeah, they.
1: Uh, and for the Lakers, it's unfortunate because, you know, they they have so much promise, man. And now I think the only thing they can really do is build from within. And I don't even see that going well, you know, as of right now with all the injuries and Brandon Ingram uh, with the blood clot. Uh, we've seen that in Chris, Chris Bach's career. So we we just got to be careful about – they the Lakers organization, they got to be really careful about what they do uh here in this offseason and then the next offseason.
0: Yes, for sure. Uh definitely. Uh and keep an eye if Anthony Davis is traded in the summer or by the by the trade deadline next year. Um switching gears moving over to the NFL. The Raiders, there's a report coming out that the Raiders are, are interested in going uh interested in are going after uh on Bell. How likely is it that this deal will get done And Will it
1: happen, man? So check this out: the Raiders got Antonio Brown basically for nothing. So I think they could uh, definitely grab Le'Veon Bell. I think it's very possible. I think it could happen, and I think they could still pay Le'Veon the type of money and still pay a B the type of money just because John Gruden freed up all that space. Uh, you know, over the last he did season. that. He,
0: he did, did that.
1: that, and I <laughs> think. That dynamic duo right there. Le'Veon and Antonio Brown on the same team, on the same side of the field again, it's gonna be a problem, a real problem for people. Um, and, and people will talk what they want about John Gruden, but his rebuild strategy is working right now. It's, it's working, definitely working. It's and working, he's getting the big
0: name, he's getting he's those laughing at everybody right exactly. now, and everybody was 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 talking trash about him last year. You know, I bet – where's that uh, Spider 2 wide banana? Everybody talking last year. Yep. I ain't going to hear nobody talking this year. Ain't
1: nobody going to be talking. If they land maybe boy, I know the Raiders don't have a home yet. I can't call them the Oakland Raiders no more, <laughs> and they don't have a home right now. But I tell you what, them Raiders are going to be a, a bad team, and I'm going to be rooting for them. I'm going to be rooting for them until they come play my Bears. And, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, they're going to be a bad team. They're going to be the team – one of the teams to beat this year. And uh, I believe if if they do this, man, if they if they land Le'Veon, we can automatically pit them, you know, in 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 the conference finals, or you know what I mean? Like we can we can automatically do that.
0: Yeah, uh, that's what I said yesterday. You know, uh, John Gruden is is masterful. This guy still has all three of his first round picks, and he got and he basically traded uh, Antonio Brown. with, well, or Martin Cooper for Antonio Brown. I mean, how much how much better can that deal get? You know, and if they're able to land Le'Veon, you know, Le'Veon posted up a, a picture on Instagram yesterday of him and, and Antonio Brown. And he put, I'm torn right now. Where do I go? So he that means he's he he's really considering you know, joining the the Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders, wherever they're going to be. I know this year they, they're playing in Oakland, and I believe next season is when they they don't have a home where they're going to hope that the state the Coliseum is done in, in, in Vegas. But if they are able to get Le'Veon Bell and pair these two up with Derek Carr, you're talking about Derek Carr could pro- possibly be back to where he was at in 2016 before that hand injury. Oh, yeah, you that's know? definitely
1: a career vitalizing move. And, uh, yes. and I like that, you know, John Gruden is sticking by him. It shows something that uh, a lot of franchises don't have, loyalty. It shows a little bit of loyalty. Because I thought
0: John Gruden was going to get rid of him.
1: I did, too. I really thought he was. And I was like, the way Derek Carr is playing, I've never seen Derek Carr play this terrible. But uh, I think with these new additions, oh, man, we're going to see a new, a new and approved Derek Carr.
0: Because he's going to get plenty pass rushers in the draft. There's plenty, plenty. Pass rushers in this this upcoming draft. Oh yeah, so, they're, so so they're gonna replace Khalil Mack quickly. You know they're gonna get one of these guys in here. You um, got the Clemson boys. The, yeah, uh, most mock drafts got Josh Allen from Kentucky going to to um to to the Raiders. And if you haven't seen this Josh Allen kid play, I'm telling you right now, the Boz kid he, too. He jumps He's off the screen. Too. I think both are gonna be gone. You yeah. know, by the time the Raiders <laughs> pick at four, I think both is gone in either one or two. Uh, but you'll still have Allen there. You still have Gary, like you mentioned, the Clemson boys. You know, you have plenty of guys, the, the guy from Alabama, Williams.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: plenty of guys that, that can be disruptive on that defensive line, and the Raiders will be right back in it. And also yesterday, they 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 got LaMarcus Joyner, the safety from uh, Los Angeles Rams. So now they shored up that safety. I think they have to go after a cornerback as well. John Gruden with three first round picks is gonna make some make some awesome moves this year. And if he's able to pull off that that Le'Veon thing and get those two guys uh together, look out NFL. It's gonna it's gonna be a different a different season. Um standing in the NFL with all these off-season moves, with all the off-season uh you know trades and all this other stuff, who has had the best. What or who has had the best free agency, or what was the best move in free agency so far to you? Either one.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go best move in free agency. I'm gonna go. Let, let let me let me just say this. What John Gruden has done over there, amazing, right? He's they they we already talked about it. He has one of the best. But outside of John Gruden, I'm gonna go with the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. Right. Hey, you get you get Nick Foles. Your defense is uh already a pretty good defense, and and now you have Nick Foles on your team. That that signing was big because they made it happen quickly. They didn't they didn't let me. They knew what they wanted and they went and got it. They didn't play around with it. They went and got it, and they gave my man fifty million guarantee. And hey, and here we are now. We now now we're ready to go see what these Jacksonville Jaguars can do. Um. Well, Outside of them, though, uh, I would say, oh man, I, I, if I'm looking at it, I would say, the Redskins. The Redskins got some pretty decent players, uh, in the free agency as well. Yeah, um, they got
0: lenny Collins, and they they picked up. Um, they picked Case up Case Keenum. Wide,
1: yeah, and they picked up a wide receiver as well out of that too. Um, so I I would go to Redskins as as my my second winner. And then as my third winner, I'm gonna go with um. I probably go with, let's see. I'll take the Chiefs, man. The Chiefs are my. They got Tyre Matthew. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. They, they cheese. really need this sure Real help. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's a good one. And then they, they basically get their whole team back. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs for that one. Tyre Matthew, Eric Berry, if he if he can stay healthy that that if they you know, can pick
0: up them like a pass rusher in the draft cuz they let go Justin Houston uh yeah. as well yesterday or the day before so if they can get them a pass rusher which they are going to be plenty in the draft they can get one or a cornerback i think they'll be good you know uh oh man you, you you most definitely took my first choice you know my first choice was definitely Jacksonville to get a quarterback of of Nick Foles caliber that that's huge for that defense that's huge for that organization because we, we seen how nasty that defense could be. You know, we seen when Jalen Ramsey is locked in it, it nobody catch passes on him really, you know? Uh, so getting Nick Foles was definitely a good goal uh, too. I'm going to have to go with the Oakland Raiders. I mean, yeah, yeah just look at what they've done in, the, you know, I'm taking their whole year into account, right? You get rid of Khalil Mack for two first round picks, a 2019 first round and a 2020 first round. You get rid of Amara Cooper for another first round pick, right? And then you add Antonio Brown, you know, could possibly be adding Le'Veon. We're not going to add that in yet, but you still have your three first round picks. They got Trent Brown, the offensive tackle from, from New England, to, 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 to help Derek Carr out a little bit, give him a little protection. So you have to go there. Um... Instead of going to Chiefs, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. They got Deshaun Jackson back yesterday. I think he's going to be energized to, to to want to play back in Philly again. I think that's going to help Carson Wentz out a lot, you know, getting getting that deep threat receiver opposite of Alshon Jeffries. That, that could be a dynamic duo. I think better than what we've seen in Tampa with him and Mike Evans. This, this, team now that even team. I'm gonna stop you team. right
1: here. I'm gonna stop you right there though, Billy. Let me stop you real quick.
0: because I said Alshon Jeffrey. Go yeah, ahead. I, I, I already I, know.
1: I, I'm gonna stop because you said Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz I ain't promised me nothing. If Nick Foles was still with the Eagles, I'd be like, all right. We got D-Jack back. All right. You know, tonight, right. Carson Wentz. I, I ain't finna He's play right. that. No, no, I ain't finna play that. Nope. Not gonna do it. Right. Carson Wentz gonna have to show me something. DJ jack gonna have to show me something back in Philadelphia. Um... Carson Wentz to me is uh, is average, so I'm not even gonna say, "Hey, Carson Wentz and I'm Jackson. not a believer in I, Carson I'm not, Wentz I'm not a either. Believer.
0: But if you give him two big play receivers, I still know what Deshaun Jackson could do. He just couldn't get the ball. I seen when Fitzpatrick was in there, I seen his numbers jump. He just doesn't gel well with Jameis Winston, which is the reason why, soon as Jameis Winston was named the starter, he asked for a trade last season because him and Jameis just does not gel. He looked good when he played. With with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm not saying Carson Wentz is gonna be great, but what I'm saying is you give him a guy like Alshon Jeffrey and you give him a guy like 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 the the Deshaun Jackson. I like that move. I also like the Chiefs move. You know, when when I seen that come down the pipe yesterday, that Tyron Matthew uh signed with the Chiefs, I said, Man, 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 they got their whole team coming back, they got everybody, they ain't losing nobody besides Justin Houston. Like I say, they can get a pass rusher in the draft. But, man, where they needed help last year was in the secondary. They couldn't stop anybody. I think a guy like Ty Matthew who kind of does it all, play on the line of scrimmage, play cornerback, play nickel, play safety, a guy who can do it all, I think that that, that really helps their uh, team for sure uh, moving forward. So that's going to be it for today's show, guys. I want to thank you guys for tuning to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. I want to tell you guys to continue downloading the podcast. We thank you guys for your support. Leave us a rating on Apple iTunes. Smash the like button on YouTube, Google Play, and Spotify. uh, Leave us a rating as well, bro. You want to take us out of here?
1: As always, I'm your favorite co-host, OG Raw. Hey, make sure you guys go subscribe. We really appreciate you guys. Have a blessed day. Be kind to one another. And uh, be safe out there. Hey, i see you, Billy. See you, bro.